3: is up on game.
2: Caught by Houshmansada for
3: the touchdown. You want NFL experience? Manning lobs it. alone. Touchdown. And it's intercepted. LeVar Arrington. And this is the show
4: for you with LeVar Arrington. F Tom Brady. You know what? I take it back.
3: T.J. Houshmanzada.
4: They lose first round. Mike McCarthy's out of there. And
3: Plaxico Burris. Tom
5: Brady's no longer there. It's turned into a dictatorship up there in New England.
3: Three of the best to ever do it on and off the field. Live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. Here's pro bowlers LeVar Arrington, T.J. Houshmanzada, and Super Bowl champion Plaxico Burris. Hey, it's time to go hunt now.
4: TireRack.com studios, TireRack.com. We'll help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Yeah, everybody out there, you want to check us out on the Twitter? You could go at Lavar Arrington, at Hoosh84, at Plexico Burrs, at Fox Sports Radio. You can listen live. On the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR or Fox Sports Radio. Search Up on Game or Up On Game Presents. Wherever it is, you get your podcast. We got some great content for you there. A lot of topics to get to today. We'll talk about uh, well, you know, there's no number one seeds that are are uh left in this this tournament. we we'll, we're going we're gonna to touch on that. Uh you know, two man race for for the number one draft pick, but let's just first start off with this NFL memo that's gone out. But before we get to the NFL memo about one Lamar Jackson, what's going on, fellas? How how y'all doing today, man?
6: Man, feeling good, man. How you feeling? Feeling good. Yeah, feeling really well. Can't complain, man. Yeah. Feel feel real
5: good. Good, man. You know. My Spartans went down the other night, so uh, uh, <laughs> you know we're still looking our wounds a little bit over here in Spartan Country. Can, but uh, you know I, everything
4: is uh, pretty good. Other can than I be honest with you on this? I was of there, I I, w- I was a mixed bag of of feelings and emotions on the Spartans still being in and my Nittany lines falling to the the Longhorns. I wanted Michigan State to win for the mm-hmm. simple fact that I wanted our Big Ten to keep representing and. You know, you my boy, so I wanted to see them them win. But then there was another part of me that said, if they were still in it today, I would have to hear about it. TJ would have to hear about it. And that means that there would be one person that's happy that a team is still in the, the NCAA tournament of the school that they attended. And that would probably lead to you making fun of my team losing <laughs> and po- possibly TJ's team not even being in it. So I was kind of like on the other side. I was like, eh, well, we're all in the same boat today. You know what I mean? So we can just talk about sports with all of our teams sitting at home right now. You know.
5: Uh, I wouldn't say the same boat. I mean, we did actually make it to the Sweet 16. But... I mean,
4: we, we, we lost to a team that's still in. <laughs> uh, so do we? Yeah, you know, I mean, we lost to a team. Yeah, that's. I mean, y'all just lost. I mean, Texas, <laughs> Texas had to win another game after us, so they they're still in. So, you know, your team isn't. So, I just was saying that that we lost to a pretty good team is what I was thinking. Right, you know, right. well, so do we. But uh, yeah. Pro- yeah, please, pro- you know. please proceed. Uh, well, all right. So so let's 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 proceed to uh, Lamar Jackson because <laughs> I, I mean we're going to get back to this whole. There's no number one seeds left in the tournament, which I find to be interesting. I'm, I'm curious to get y'all's take on it, but right now, let's, let's talk about how the NFL has issued a, a memo to teams, and it was obtained by CBS Sports, and basically, it's prohibiting them from communicating with a person by the name of Ken Francis, who appears to be serving as Jackson's representative. All right, now, this is interesting. Uh, he's not NFLPA certified uh, teams are not permitted to speak with teams are not permitted to speak with teams regarding Jackson or any other player if the person isn't certified. so um, Jackson had a response uh, he, he he put it on his Twitter and basically put stop line that man never tried to negotiate for me. Fellas, this sounds really, really way ugly. It's it's getting um, very messy. I don't think it looks good on on anyone at this point. Now, I will say, I'm not an apologist, but I am a realist, and and my real opinion on this is that Lamar Jackson is now in a danger zone of where whatever it is the agenda that that the Baltimore Ravens have, Steve Brashadi has or anybody else that's connected to what's going on with this contract negotiation situation. It's going it's, it seems as though it's turning into a character assassination attempt on Lamar Jackson. It seems like it's turning into Lamar Jackson is is uh, he's the problem. You know, the, there's a problem here, and Lamar Jackson is at the root of the problem. And it seems like the easy scapegoat way out is to point it towards him not having an agent. That's my take on it. I, you know, and it seems like there's, you know, he's he's really heading towards a dangerous space.
5: Yo, Laval, I think a couple of weeks ago uh, uh, when you were on the show, me and TJ had this conversation. Okay, and I mentioned to TJ, I said. In essence, if you look at everything that's going on with Lamar Jackson, they are pretty much blackballing him for the reason of him not having an agent, saying this is not the way that you do business. And for all the money that he is trying or was trying to save by not having an agent, he's already lost that money. Mm. He's not going to be able to get it back. So in essence... He's really doing it to his, him own self. And Self-inflicted th- wound. Yeah. The only way to kind of try to patch it or rectify the situation is to hire an agent when it should have been done a long time ago. Listen, it, these guys are dealing with so much money and, and, and now days in, in, in this game that you need some kind of representation. And now it's got personal to him, so now he knows how the Baltimore Ravens feel about him personally. It's moved, it's, it's, it's moved away from the business part of it. Now it's personal. Mm. They, hit, they hit you with a non-exclusive franchise tag, not giving you the franchise tag. So now you're making less money on the non-exclusive franchise tag that you're supposed to be making on the franchise tag. And
4: you ain't going to get nobody to, to switch it up on them and, and make it higher where right. they come in so, and bid on it.
5: So nobody's going to come bid on it now. So now you're kind of stuck. So the only the, the way through the situation for him, for him now is basically to just go out and play football and do it very well, and set the set the bar or the market for himself because everything that he's been going through for the off season, he's lost that leverage, mm. and it, it's tough to sit back and watch as a fan and as a as a twelve year veteran what these NFL teams are doing to him. And J.J. Watt said it a couple weeks ago. Why are teams being so public about not negotiating with Lamar Jackson? Right. Like, the guy's an NFL MVP. So, it's, he's doing it to himself, and you hate to see it continue to happen, and the teams are really basically showing their ass, like, listen, we're not going to come and set the market for you what you think you deserve.
4: What you think, T.J.?
6: man it's it's kind of unfortunate that Lamar is in is in his position, but the bigger question is you don't want an agent but you have somebody calling people on your behalf acting as if he is your agent if what reported is true everything plaxico said is true you are costing yourself money by the day you you can't make this back. Josh Allen has made double the amount of money that Lamar has made. They, they came into the league the same time. You want a fully guaranteed contract. This is all I'm saying. Since Deshaun Watson got $230 million guaranteed, Kirk Cousins was getting guaranteed contracts before everybody. Nobody just went down that road, but they were short of term, three-year type deals. If I'm going to have an agent – or if I'm going to have somebody working on behalf that's trying to act like an agent, why not just go hire an agent? And we all know this. You can tell the agent, this is what I want to pay you. And I'm almost certain every agent in America will say, okay. So if I wanted the Deshaun Watson contract, I'm probably going to call David Mulageta to see if we can work something out or whomever. But Lamar, is just, he's costing himself money. You can never make this back. Josh Allen is going to be on contract three. You still just trying to get to your second contract, Lamar. What What, what is going on here? And so it's obvious these owners in the league, they, they're not going to blink on this. It's obvious. And so you got to maximize your earning potential while you're young. Um, get on his second contract. So now you know you can see a third one, and, and that's my only concern for him because I, I want to see him maximize his earnings. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Uh, only one or two unanimous MVPs, and here he is playing on a ex- not even an exclusive franchise tag, a non-exclusive None. franchise, and so. Uh, it's not looking good for Lamar, man. And you can say, oh, the owners have colluded. They've done this. They've done that. It's obvious nobody is going to sign him to an offer sheet. And if they do, I will say it's not obvious. I believe you get a team like the Indianapolis Colts, if they don't get the guy that they like, you can sign him after the draft. Because I'm not giving up the fourth pick. I think I got a, a full-fledged starter with the fourth pick. If I sign Lamar Jackson to an offer sheet after the draft, I would assume I'm going to be a better team. So now that first-round pick that I give up in 2024 is a later first-round pick. 2025, a later first-round pick. And so things like that may take place where you got teams that have high draft picks. They sign him after the draft, so now the capital they give up is not as uh, much as if they signed them before the draft.
4: Mm-hmm. I, it's, this is one of those scenarios. I asked the question, I know we're up on a, uh, on a break, but I asked the question, if he does have an agent, does this deal get done or does it not get done? And I said it doesn't get done because I don't think that anyone is going to get close to what Deshaun Watson was able to get out of Cleveland. Yeah. The deal doesn't get done now. It would have got done before if he had agent. You think he would have got – I mean, what do you think the deal is? I don't think it gets done. I don't know. I don't, I, don't, no I,
5: don't know I don't know what the numbers are, but, but I believe if he was going in, into uh, this last season with an agent, this deal would have been
6: done already. But the NFL owners are basically telling him, listen, we're not going to do business with you. We know. We, we know that if he had an agent, that agent would be talking to the Ravens. But we also know. He would have talked to multiple teams already and had a pretty good gauge on the oh, market what, what, and where it's headed. Yeah, he I would think we this. all. I think
4: people do have a good gauge of where where it is. But but here's what does, I does say: Does he
6: know? Does he know? You think Lamar Jackson has an idea of what another team would offer him?
4: I think we, Lamar we Jackson. Played. I think Lamar Jackson feels as though it's it's principle, it's it's respect. For but him to be in the same realm of, of of
6: Deshaun Watson. Does he have an idea of the amount of money another team is willing to pay him? I don't know
4: that. I don't think he's looking at it that way. And that's why I asked the question. Should,
6: this is a business. Like, You're right. Obviously, you want the most that you can get for yourself. You got to maximize this. But ultimately, you are only worth what somebody is willing to pay I
4: you. understand that, but there's a lot of times where guys don't get where they feel like they want to be at. I mean, Dak Prescott, we was on Speak for Yourself having these same conversations. And, they and were the not Cowboys, willing to go.
6: And the Cowboys end up regretting what they've done because yeah, they could have but signed Dak for doing $30 million. It. But they ended up doing it. Right, but he had representation. Like, if Lamar had an agent, that agent would say, listen, I've talked to this t- I was a free agent and this was many moons ago. And I knew I had teams that were going to offer me more than the Bengals. You know why? Cuz my agent told me this. I talked to so and so and so and so. This is what they're this is how far they're willing to go. So I was comfortable with turning the Bengals offer down because I knew I had something better. Prior and so you don't think Lamar I mean, that would seems, notice that?
4: Uh, and I think that that's a sensible approach. But what I'm saying is that, no, that's not
6: a sensible approach. That's
4: the smart approach. That's a, a sensible, smart. I mean, I, I would say sensible is smart. I, <laughs> I, I, I would, but I would also <laughs> here you he go. But I would also offer the fact that it's sensible to think that if I have a better resume and I'm better than the person that just got this highest contract in Deshaun Watson. That I, I should be at least close, if not more, than what Deshaun Watson got from oh, by the way, not a major market. Cleveland is not a major hey, market. Levar,
6: hey, who 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 likes you more? The team that you've played for, the team that you've never played for? Who who loves you more? Ah, uh, you know. Uh, yeah the uh, team know. that you play for always loves you more your not, wife not, loves not, you more not, than your mistress none not, of us well, have a mistress but well, i'm just saying yeah, at least know. we would hope so
4: i don't know Todd. we would hope like, i don't know that that, team, that one holds up on, under the court of law your team man.
6: loves you more than a team that you've never played for like I don't understand. I get it. I, I think to see in Lamar
4: him. Jackson's case, you're right. But I, in every case, I'm not I'm not certain of that. You but. you might be right yeah,
6: about that. Right, it okay. might be a fatuation. You yeah. might
4: be right. I mean, I, <laughs> I played in Washington. I, I've seen a lot of, I mean, ask Albert Haynesworth. But that, I digress. Listen, all right. Well, it, This is a long conversation. Clearly, it's not getting cleared up anytime soon. But I just find it to be an interesting um, it's an interesting place for both the Ravens, the NFL, and, well, all of them, and Lamar Jackson to be in. So we'll continue to talk about that. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. On the other side of the break, uh, we're going to talk about this. This Is it a two-man race for the number one pick in the NFL draft after this week's uh, workouts and TJ knows these guys personally, so this should be a pretty cool conversation. You're listening <laughs> to... The to yeah, yeah, I mean, TJ knows everybody. He's in everybody's oh, camp, right? Uh, you're listening to Top t- Point Game. <laughs> it's TJ Husband's eyes, Plexico burst I'm LaVar Erickton. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back.
7: Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine.
6: All happening in only one place. This league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes And me, Mark Stein Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing
3: Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein
6: On the
0: iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies With the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world Western nations like the U.S. and Europe
8: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
4: All right.
5: Yeah. <laughs> Come through the front, though. Yeah and
4: get put up on some game. Yeah, the night show. Yeah. Don't you open up that window, Vaughn. Hey, man, because you're going to let out that antidote. Hey, that's Plexico Burst. That's TJ Hushman. I'm LaVar Arrington. Uh, Welcome back in. Uh, Yeah, it's Up On Game. We're live from the Tyrat.com studio. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes building easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at progressive.com. All right, fellas. I told y'all, people been out. Carolina, everybody, even the owner. Wife of the owner. They they've been out. They've been to these these professional pro day workouts, and it seems as though by the bet makers that C.J. Stroud is going to get that nod for the number one pick by the Carolina Panthers. But hold your horses. The number adjusted and went down, meaning it was less. In favor of him going number one, after they had dinner and met and saw the workout of Bryce Young, I think this probably solidifies. I mean, we haven't heard anything. Uh, you know, Will Levis is still yet to be, um, you know, measured and weighed. But it seemed to be those three that everybody Will was. Where cons- had his
6: workout? Will Levis yesterday? Worked out yesterday,
4: right? I don't. Has it come out? I don't know that the 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 feeling of it has come out in terms of what what people are thinking, but it does appear that it's Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud that are the foregone conclusions of those will be the two that go number one. One one of those guys will go number one. What 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 do you guys take? I mean, if if anything, you've you know you've heard T.J. from from the inside. What do we know about this scenario? I know I made it very clear that I thought that C.J. Stroud was probably, to me, I test and what he was able to do improving himself in that Georgia game, that there was very few questions that I had left for C.J. Stroud after his last game in college. But Bryce Young is the guy that you would say has has a football IQ that is – elite not to take away from CJ Stroud but his his football IQ and his accuracy his leadership a lot of those things are the things that continue to come up about uh Bryce Young but his his size continues to be a question as well
6: his size will always be a question he he can't control that but his, his brain, his, his mental capacity, his ability to understand defenses at such a young age and throw in anticipation will supersede all the negative that people may question about his size. And, and I know that firsthand just being out on the field with him, um, obviously it's no pass rush, but he played in the best conference in college football and was very successful. And so I don't have any concerns with his size. CJ, on the other hand, um. Obviously, he's a lot bigger. Um.
5: They, the, the SEC is not the best college football conference.
6: It it isn't.
5: No, Big Ten is. It that, is not that, the Big Ten. That,
6: hey, as the youngsters would say, that's cap. That ain't cap. That is one hundred
5: percent. How many teams in the SEC start the? Uh, start the season in, in the top ten in, in the country?
6: I don't know where they start. I just okay. know where they finish. Y'all
4: have, point, the, y'all have point the best made.
6: teams. Y'all, I just, y'all, I just y'all have the best finish. teams.
4: Y'all don't have the best conference. But go ahead. go ahead.
6: It ain't y'all. I'm not even I mean, a I'm part sad. of it. I'm the so,
4: SEC has the best teams, but they don't have the best conference. That's They that's,
6: have, that's, yes. that. And I, no I think that's a consensus. You guys are the only two that would say that because you guys played the Big nah,
4: I don't think so. It's I'm, actually,
6: it's I, actually I, facts. It's an unbiased opinion in – I could be wrong with this but I bet if you go look at the guys drafted uh, in the last 5 years it's no question the SEC is leading especially in the first two rounds. Uh,
5: you talking not, about you, talk, you talking about players, players taking you talking about players taking the next step going into the NFL draft. We're talking about the actual conference the, of yes, the but players even, competing.
6: Even, even no. that, top, top to bottom, I believe the SEC is by far and away the best conference. And I believe everybody else that watches football believes that if they're being unbiased. Now.
4: No, it's not true. Right, <laughs> Sean uh,
6: played extremely well in that conference full of NFL players. His size didn't seem to hinder him. He didn't have many injuries. He banged his shoulder up this season. Wherever he goes, he's going to be successful because of his mental makeup. CJ obviously is bigger than Bryce, really good arm. Both of them are extremely accurate. This is just more of a what do you prefer, what do you like. And, you know, some of these coaches, they want that size. If if they feel like there's not much separating them, rule of thumb is I'm going to take a good big guy over a good little guy. And and I believe a lot of coaches still – believing that, oh, these guys are the is same. Is there much and,
4: separating those two?
6: I mean, on the field, no. When, when I'm out there with them, no. Again, I'm not in the classroom with them. And you guys know how I am. I, I, I'll talk to them about the game from a mental perspective just to kind of see where they're at. And mm-hmm. I'm impressed with both. Now, the conversation with Bryce is different than the conversation with CJ. And, and so you just don't – I really don't – and you guys – What I'm about to say, I want you guys to let me know how you guys feel about this. I don't really believe guys are bust, man. I believe it's lack of teaching that turns these guys that need that development into bust. Because if a guy is so highly thought of by pretty much the majority of these teams, how does he fail? I believe the lack of coaching and teaching at the NFL level, which isn't the best, um, contributes to that. I don't agree with that. I don't agree
5: with that either. But uh <laughs> ah, looking dang, at you don't agree with nothing. Looking at uh, CJ Stroud and and um and Bryce Young, I think you uh, think you're right on one point. It's all about what you want and what you like. And the whole conversation of, of uh Bryce Young height and everything keeps coming into into play because we've have seen over the last five or ten years, these quarterbacks come in with this stature that haven't been able to play or play well or play as well as we thought they were. And, it, and and it is a problem, whether you fail to recognize it or not. Listen, you can have the highest IQ of everything, which he has to has because he lacks in that area of size. And I think the Carolina Panthers are looking at one thing. Me personally, I think that at, we haven't seen the ceiling of C.J. Stroud. We – they, I think – and they probably think that, man, this guy has so much potential to be so much better that he, that he is a better franchise quarterback and choice than Bryce Young. I think what you're seeing from Bryce Young is all you're going to get. He's going to be consistent. He's going to make good decisions. He's not going to turn the football over. Damn, isn't but, that what
6: you want a quarterback
5: to be? But listen – but he is just at that. For him to go to Carolina Panthers, and for him to go to the Houston Texans, I think it's a failed situation for him. I really do. I think it's the worst situation that he can be be in, other than the other than the Chicago Bears trading the first pick because they didn't want to be uh, laced in that decision of separating from Justin Fields because they, they feel that they have something better with him than a Bryce Young. And I and I think that's the same mindset that the Carolina Panthers have moving forward. Hey, listen, we're going to take the 6'4 guy who threw for 4,100 yards and 44 touchdowns in 2021, and he threw for 36 touchdowns and 41 touchdowns last season. And you look at what he has been able to do. And I think that is what they're basing the decision off of is, you know what, The SEC may be the best conference in football, like you said, TJ. It's not. But like he said, but I think going forward, I think the potential of what C.J. Stroud is going to be able to accomplish with his whole package of being an NFL quarterback at the end of the day is going to be better than Bryce Young.
4: Mm. I I will say this. I like C.J. Stroud. Now I've watched Bryce Young, but I definitely like C.J. Stroud. I, I mean, I, I I just do, and and I believe that he's had tougher competition from top to bottom. Not not. I, hey, I'm gonna right, cut nah, you nah, off, nah, Levar. Hey, who me, who name hey, me the who, best who, teams who, in hey, the SEC? Who who who's
6: uh who's helping with us today? It ain't it ain't Ryan and Sam. Who, who's with us today? Why? Because I want to ask them what they think. These are unbiased. I want to see what they what they think.
4: We got Brandon with us.
6: Hey, Brandon, who who SEC Big Ten? Uh, football or basketball. Football. What else are we talking? Come on, Brandon. You're gonna start with this. Football. I'm gonna go with the SEC. Thank you. Okay. Who is any Brandon? Who's in there with you? Kevin. Kevin, SEC or Big Ten. For football, uh Big Ten for
3: depth, SEC for top team.
4: That's what that's what I just said. Name I mean, name all the top teams in the SEC, TJ. Okay. Alabama. Yep. Georgia. Yep.
6: LSU. Uh
4: Texas. this year, this year. Okay. I'll give them but I'll you, give you them this year. They just year. won
6: a national championship within 5 years. No, nah, stop that. Stop they that. They have
4: stop that. not. Stop that.
6: they, they have not. What when you LSU, mean? National championship. Oh, not 5 years. Within 5 years. Go ahead, go. Oh my god.
4: Go ahead. LSU. Go ahead. Uh, good. T- Tennessee. One year. They were good for one year. Oh, the last Tennessee was good for one was, year. Last
5: last championship that was won there was T Martin. Auburn.
4: Tennessee was hell no. Auburn is bad. Can they, you they been, stop? They, can, Auburn has had bad. Can you coaching. stop? Hey, look. No, I'm, I'm he, telling struggling. Look, look, No, I'm not <laughs> struggling. Look, you got Alabama. You got Georgia. You got what? LSU. LSU. Ne- give me another one, and please. Tennessee and Texas A and M. Tennessee was good this year. Texas A and M was on the SEC. Yeah, they are. They okay. are in the SEC. Well, you know but, what? But so you have Texas, Texas and Oklahoma
6: are on their way. You They're don't get those way.
4: teams. You don't get those teams. You get Alabama. You get you get Georgia and you get LSU. That's Listen, what let you me, get. Let me let me just that's say that's what this. you get.
6: Michigan or Ohio State wins the Big Ten every year. Tell me I'm wrong.
4: Michigan, Ohio nope.
6: State. Tell me I'm wrong. It's, nope, it's not every the, year. Pretty much every year. It's pretty much every year. You tell me. And, and so Wait a minute. Hold
5: it. We pretty, pretty much Ten, every uh like two two years in a row. Wait a minute.
6: Who 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 did this? Michigan State. When no, was this? So what years? Co- Give me Coach the years. Antonio, this was Give me the years. What years was this? 2013 and 14. Oh my God! Ten years ago, we, we talking. A, we talking a decade ago. We consistently. We talking a decade. Consistent. We no, consistently that
4: have three, seven years ago. Four teams in the top twenty-five, and even top. And the 10. SEC consistently no, has six. No, they don't. No, they don't. No, oh, no they don't. No, no, they do not. Oh my! No, that's blasphemy. That's awesome. I'm about to just Isaac Lohenkron, Can you please give us a sports update, please? Alabama has
5: ran the SEC for the last. Let's go
4: the trending. Actually, Lavar,
7: I don't want to get in the middle of this. I'm enjoying. I'm just sitting back here eating popcorn, hearing you guys yell at each other. I mean, it's not even football season. I'm I'm having the time of my life. Although maybe you know, I should. It's like you know, a boxing match between rounds. You got to give it a minute, and then you guys go to your neutral corners and come back even better for the second round.
4: I mean, uh-huh.
7: it wasn't that way in Hagler Hearns, but uh, in all the other uh-huh. ones, things.
4: What about Hagler and and Sugar Ray?
7: Hagler, no, I'm I, I'm like totally biased. I think Hagler Hearns the first round was like the greatest yeah,
4: yeah, explosive round,
7: the greatest single round in boxing history. I'm not
4: mad at that, perhaps
7: topped moments from now by round two between the three of you. So in the Uh, interim, uh, we'll start with a Major League Baseball item. New York Yankees manager Aaron Boone telling reporters this morning that starting pitcher Luis Severino going to miss at least his first start of the regular season because of a low-grade right lat strain and will most likely go on the injured list. For the first time in NCAA tournament history, all four number one seeds are gone before the Elite Eight, because on Friday, San Diego State knocked off one seed Alabama 71-64 to to advance <laughs> to the Elite Eight for the first time in program history. Five seed Miami advanced to the Elite Eight for a second straight season as they knocked off the lone other one seed Houston 89-75. Also Friday, we had two seed Texas defeat three seed Xavier 83-71 to advance to the Elite Eight for the first time in 15 years, and six seed Creighton advanced to the Elite Eight for the first time since 1941 as they defeated 15 seed Princeton 86 75. And in the NBA on Friday night, the Golden State Warriors rallied from 11 down early in the fourth quarter to beat the Philadelphia 76ers 120 112, despite 46 by Joel Embiid and Anthony Davis scored 37 as the Lakers defeated Oklahoma City 116 to 111. The Lakers now tied with the Minnesota Timberwolves for seventh place in the Western Conference. Here we come,
6: Ilo. Here we come. Right back at it. Hundred miles of running.
4: I don't even know what that means.
6: Here we come. You know what that what is, means. What is that even? I think Lavar is
7: trying to defuse the tension in the room, which I. <laughs> Would hope doesn't happen.
6: Hey, right, Ilo, just so you know, in the final top twenty-five rankings, it was six SEC teams, three Big Ten teams, just and, the, and the
4: final top ten Man. of the of the rankings, Ilo, I there just... were three SECs and three Big Tens. And by the way, those three Big Tens. Three and four to Georgia being the number one, everybody else outside of that. Yep. Alabama five, Tennessee Alab- six, and yeah. and Penn Three State in the top seven. six.
6: Three in the top six. We just said yeah.
4: three in the top ten. No, I just three in the six. Three top in the six. top ten. Three to three in the top okay. ten. In we, the top twenty five, it but, was six but, to three. But, but the big six ten to has three. Oh my gosh. But the Big Ten has number three and number four. So we have more teams <laughs> higher on the top ten than hey. the SEC. Exactly. We hey, have three teams you, higher on 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 the list than I'll, in the I'm, SEC. I like
6: I am not I like the Big 10. I like the Big 10, but I'm just calling it how I see it. I'm unbiased. The SEC dominates the National Championship game. It's always <laughs> been that way. Um I'm just unbiased.
4: The SEC If if if, if Marvin is, Harrison Jr. doesn't go down in injury, Georgia's sitting at home with a loss to Ohio State. If 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 Ohio State doesn't 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 bone C J Stroud and let him continue the dr- the the drive the way he did at the end of that game, Ohio State wins hey, that game.
6: If Kyle Shanahan didn't call certain plays in the Super Bowl, nah, maybe I the Atlanta Falcons would not, have a Super Bowl. I'm not too. going
4: that deep. I'm not going that deep. That's just it's just. Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. was uncoverable. He, they they cheap shot him, knocked him out of the game, and then and hey, then on the final if, drive of the hey, game. If Brock Purdy that get hurt, maybe
6: the 49ers nah, won a Super Bowl. I'm not going for that. We never See, know. I, I saw you on <laughs> FS1 this week. See, <laughs> we you you frisky, you frisky uh, this week. That's what it is. You, go. you got
4: that TV frisking you today. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, I ain't mad at you. He put his suit <laughs> on. He, he put his diamonds <laughs> in. I, I see, I oh, see dude, what it is. I see Yo, what it is. I was, uh, at the,
5: I was at the joint the other day for lunch. Uh, I looked up on the TV. My man had a blaze on with smiling. the things in. I said, oh, smiling, Big-ass uh, uh, smile. All on TV. Uh, uh, every time we see, see him, all oh, we get is sweatpants and crocs. i tell you what. <laughs> i
4: tell you what. <laughs> you put him on TV, <laughs> you don't even recognize it. Yeah, we ain't where we want to be, but we ain't where we was. Hey, y'all oh, listening man. to Up on Game. All right. Uh, yeah, we're going to take a quick break. No, no. No, no number one seeds. We're at the Elite Eight. There's no number one seeds Crazy. left in the tournament. I want to ask the opinion. Is this a good thing or is this a bad thing to TJ and Plex when we get back from this break? Uh, yeah, it's up on game. Fox
0: Sports Radio. We'll be right back. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe
8: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Still overpaying for a razor in this economy? Gross. With Dollar Shave Club, you can get a top-shelf shave at a regular shelf price. Dollar Shave Club is available at a store near you in the men's razor aisle. That's it. That's the ad.
4: Welcome back into the show. This is Up On Game. Plexico Burrs, TJ Hushmanzada. I'm LeVar Arrington. Uh, We got a lot to get to. Right now, let's talk a little bit about this March Madness going on. It really is madness, if you ask me. We are now down to the Elite Eight, and there are no number one seeds. All right, now, we got a, we got three seeds. We got a number two in Texas. We got a number five in Miami. We got another number five in San Diego State. We got a six in Creighton. Uh, we got Gonzaga at three. We got UConn at four. Uh, Kansas State three. Florida Atlantic at nine. Do you guys like this? Is does this does this keep the 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 competitive juices? Does this keep the gambling feelings alive for for March Madness, or does it take away that the traditional blue bloods, the powerhouse teams? Can't seem to make it this far in the tournament,
5: man. I love it. I love where college basketball is at, man. Just the parody that has uh, uh, that has occurred in the last ten or fifteen years, with you know guys going to Xavier, Creighton, Kansas State. And going to these unorthodox basketball programs and to see them playing on the national stage, man, I think is enlightening. I was at the I was sitting front row the other night watching the Michigan State basketball game with my son in Kansas State, and I watched one of the best college basketball performers of all time, and I watched this little kid, Marquise, cool he been balling. He balling. Uh a New Jersey guy. Going, going like the Kent State, I knew all five eight, all five nine of them. He had five points and ten pounds and ten assists at halftime. He ended up, I think, with nineteen points and nineteen assists to be the best single season assist game and and college football, uh, college basketball history. And Keontae Johnson, who was who was from my hometown, watching him go through what he went through at Florida State. Florida. The floor, Florida. No, at Florida collapsing on the floor, and him to be up, be able to play on this stage now at Kansas State, man, is beautiful. But it, it, it's not how it used to be. It's not the UCLA's. Uh, you know, it, it's not the North Carolinas. It's not the Dukes, and it's the little teams like Creighton, uh, Kansas State, moving on and 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 playing and playing on this stage. And and every year the tournament teaches us. That you know, you, you you fall in love with uh, a, a couple of players that you never even seen play basketball, and I think that's the beauty of the game, man. And watching these teams compete to win a national championship, and as and, and far as from a betting standpoint, I mean, who are you going to who who are you going to bet on? The the, the thing now is that we don't get the opportunity to see Kansas State, Kansas State, and San Diego State. Pl- uh, teams during the
6: regular season, and now here they are in Elite Eight. Yeah, I think it's a really good thing for uh, college basketball. I don't know how many people will have this Final Four after today picked correctly, not many. Mm-hmm. Nope. But I believe the transfer portal is a huge reason that the parity in college basketball, because guys are unhappy at their situation, they're really good players, and they just transfer to a school, and it immediately – turns that school around, it's going to be uh, the games. that, Like, I thought Alabama watching that game last time, I'm like, oh, they're going to win this game. Yep. And then here comes San Diego State. They storm back. Florida Atlantic, they just have been playing really, really well. But now they're about to run up against Kansas State. And so, you look at the top programs left, you would assume it would be Gonzaga or Texas would win this. Um but you just don't know. The parody like Plaxico spoke of, what's going on now in college basketball,
4: it's obviously a great thing. It's crazy because you'll never see this in college football. And no. I don't know that it would be – I hate to say it, I don't know that it would be good if it happened in college football.
5: I, I think it's coming. I mean, you, uh, you look at a situation like a, a Jordan Addison, obviously, you know, he was a bit in the cough winner. Yeah, yeah, but he went, he went, to, went to USC. Big but, he, but he went to USC. But if – if uh, Texas A&M would
6: offer him a, a $3 million deal.
5: Texas A&M and,
4: already has been paying money, and that didn't work out thing, that way. But this
6: thing, though, if you can't win the game up front in college football, I don't care where Jordan Addison goes. You can't dominate the game up front. You're not winning.
4: Yeah, That is true. I don't know. I think it's all right. I don't, I don't know that I'm all the way happy about it. I'd wow. be happier hearing about Villanova and UNC and Duke and all of them pushing. We'll be right back.